0: The Great Mosque of Paris is the most visited mosque in France. Its construction began in 1922 with the idea of thanking Muslim soldiers from French colonies who fought alongside France in the First World War. Back then, it was the state that financed the building of the mosque. Almost 100 years later, however, the context is quite different. Financing the building of a mosque in France these days can prove quite challenging. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of France in Focus. Now the Great Mosque of Paris is not only the oldest mosque but it's also one of the largest mosques in metropolitan France. The Hispano-Moresque building has a 33-metre-high minaret, some uh, prayer rooms and also the spectacular gardens that you see around us. Let's take a look at how this impressive project came to fruition
1: during the first world war france called on muslim troops from its then colonies to fight the great mosque of paris was built following the conflict in which there had been large numbers of casualties of muslim soldiers it celebrated franco-muslim friendship the mosque's first stone was laid on the site of a former hospital in paris's fifth arrondissement a century ago with inauguration four years later in the presence of top dignitaries and the mosque founder, Si Kador Ben-Gabrit. 450 craftsmen from North Africa worked on the construction using traditional materials and techniques for a site that can accommodate up to a 1,000 people. The architecture for the main building was inspired by a mosque in Fez in Morocco. The 33-metre-high minaret was inspired by a mosque in Tunisia the Great Mosque of Paris was, for a long time, the only mosque in metropolitan France.
0: But despite the symbol that the Great Mosque of Paris represents, building places of worship for Muslims in France today remains a dilemma. Plans to construct or build mosques are often met with a refusal by authorities who cite administration or funding concerns.
2: There is a long line of people trying to get into this mosque each Friday. In the town of Nanterre on the outskirts of Paris, worshippers come early to try and get a place inside to pray. Several hundred people have not been able to get in. It is really frustrating to not be able to pray normally
1: like any worshippers in any religion whatsoever would be able to.
2: Inside, the prayer hall is packed. The lack of space at this mosque is far from being an exception. A French Senate report says that there are just 2,500 mosques for the over 5 million Muslims in France. France. The management team at the mosque in Nanterre are desperately looking for solutions. They've been trying to buy a run-down school building next door for four years. An
3: extension agreed with the local council would give us more space, including a large prayer hall, which could
2: hold up to 1,500 worshippers. The local prefecture turned down the request, taking the case to court twice. The decision in the first case was to raise the sale price and then it was decided that the initial purpose the school was built for could not be changed. The prefecture issued a statement saying, The prefecture has indicated that a commune that this public building could be of interest to the state for the reception of young people in the universal national service. That idea had never come up before. The mosque's management found the decision too much of a coincidence.
3: I wonder to myself if there isn't some kind of bias. Isn't there, in quotation marks,
2: a, a political desire to say we won't accept the request, we won't let it happen? This bothers us. Aside from administrative obstacles, people running mosques in France also face financing difficulties. The French state has outlawed public funding for religious organisations since landmark legislation creating a secular state in 1905. In further restrictions, foreign donations to all faiths, including Islam, are scrutinised under legislation introduced in
0: 2021. The principle is to declare all donations over 10,000 euros in order to have an overview of who finances what. In reality, it's mainly to keep an eye on things and to know whether or not there is a foreign influence establishing itself on the territory.
2: Only 10% of France's mosques were financed by foreign donors, either by a state or wealthy individuals, before the law came into effect. The vast majority of Muslim places of worship are paid for by the people attending. That's the case at this mosque in southern Paris, which is used by 600 people. They hold prayer in a basement without windows. Things got worse during the COVID outbreak. Our space is much too small. We do two prayers on a Friday... First one and then another, but we have to organize things outside. Unfortunately, we do so on public space. The people using the mosque are paying for the construction of a new building. The project began 10 years ago. It's going to cost 2.75 million euros, and there's still 400,000 euros short. This is an extremely poor area. The people who live here are retired or are workers. Those contributing to the new mosque go and see how things are advancing each week. Murad Salah updates them on progress. Churches in France that were built before 1905 belong to the French state. Their maintenance is paid for by the taxpayer. While Murad understands the legal requirements for transparency on financing, he condemns what he sees as a lack of fairness and imbalance.
4: Que nous, on
2: we contribute to building maintenance and to public assets, but there is nothing for us in return. We would like to have at least a VAT exemption. On this type of building, we pay around three hundred, four hundred thousand 400,000 euros in VAT. We want our autonomy, we want our independence, but if the state, with its restrictive policies, becomes more and more demanding, it's like sending us back to the Islam of the olden days. These worshippers argue that the French government has to find a solution so that new mosques can be financed and built. A way to put an end once and for all to the clandestine practice of Islam in inappropriate places.
0: you are the uh, rector of the Great Mosque of Paris. Thanks for speaking to us today. Are you concerned that the blockages, be they financial or administrative, for building mosques in France, send a negative message to
4: Muslims? It really
3: sends a negative message because today many Muslims in France work and integrate into French society without any difficulty. But to practice their religion they need to have places of prayer, good mosques, to be able to practice their religion in complete freedom. And when there are difficulties, when we see that people are wary, it's a problem. Whereas for other religions, unfortunately when we make the comparison, we don't have that kind of difficulty. So yes, there is a negative message being sent to the Muslim community. But I hope that today, messages from leaders, both from the President and the Interior Minister, who's dealing with religion, will soothe the concerns of the Muslim community and are really taken into account. Talk
0: to us about some of the consequences for Muslims when there aren't enough places for them to pray.
3: First of all, it gives a very bad image of Islam. We can remember the period when worshippers were forced to pray in the street. It had a negative impact, footage shot was manipulated. I remember in the United States, Americans thought Muslims had invaded French streets, where it was really only two streets in the whole country, here in Paris and maybe in Marseille. So, yes, there is some political manipulation. I think something like that is abnormal. When we go to worship God, when we go to kneel, we need to have a clean place. Among Muslims, there's an important period of preparation, washing oneself. You have to face the direction of Mecca, we have to be in a place that is, I'd say, clean enough to explain that we're going to commune with our creator. So I'd say it's not the way we would go and pray. To pray in the street, for me, is a horrible thing and we should try to avoid it.
0: Now in the past there's been criticism about the training of imams in France. We understand that here at the Great Mosque of Paris you train Imams, what kind of uh, initiatives have been taken to improve the training of Imams in France?
3: When I arrived at the Grand Mosque of Paris, I reviewed the entire training program for Imams and Chaplains. Today in France, it's obvious that for certain practices there are difficulties. I want to show that Islam, for 14 centuries, has always been able to adapt to situations to give its presence context in places that aren't always the same.
4: Today we can adapt. I ask
3: my imams to make that effort, in the face of dogma, without questioning it, without trying to modify anything. We can adapt it to the society in which we live,
4: the
3: way we dress, the way we eat, the way we express ourselves. All these things can be taken into consideration by experienced imams and I've set up associations with the University of Al-Azhar and the Zitouna University, which are the two centres of influence in the Sunni religion. I also asked the Theological University in Algeria to work with us, to explain to French Muslims that this is the attitude we must have, not by questioning our Islam, but by integrating with French society.
4: En intégrant l'ensemble de la société française.
0: Shem Zidinefi, thank you so much for speaking to us on France 24 today.
3: Merci beaucoup. Thank Merci. you. Merci.
0: that's the end of this edition of France in Focus. We leave you from the minaret of the Great Mosque of Paris. We're 33 metres high. Thanks so much for watching.